0: So that's an encouragement to us to say never ever relax always make sure that god is your refuge whether things are good god has to be your refuge whether things are bad he is still your refuge never relax amen
1: we're always gonna win yeah always always gonna win to our program today. Happy New Year to everybody who's watching, everybody who's listening, wherever you are. Happy, happy New Year, and I pray that this year God will visit you and that you will be hungry for more of God in this year. Amen. Before uh, wasting much time, uh, today we have our very own, my wife. Her name is Francine. (laughs) She's my wife, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. Oh, boy. Okay, my wife today, she's gonna to, uh, the one who's going to share the word. I don't know what it is, uh, what it is about, but uh, we are all going to find out together. So be ready, and we should hear the word. <clears throat> Before we go there, let me pray. Father, we want to thank you for this new year. Thank you, God, for this message today. We pray, God, thanking you that you've kept us alive until this brand new, brand new year. And uh, God, we thank you for all the things you've done in the past year and the things you continue to do in this year. Be blessed and be exalted as we hear this, wor- this word, that Lord will hear and will keep the word in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Over to you.
0: Alright, thank you. You're welcome. Um, <clears throat> so today's message is literally entitled "The Word."
1: The Word. Okay.
0: Um, so I started writing like this message a while ago, but you know, got distracted. And then one one day, I was going back through my notes, and I was like, "Hey," and I I got a few more uh, revelations from that verse, and I was like, hey think it's time to share it Um, so I hope that this message speaks to everyone that's watching yeah Um, yeah. let's dive into the word and we're gonna read from Ruth chapter 2 I wanted us to kind of like read a little bit more of the stories but I think we're not gonna make each other lazy so that will be homework Go home and, you know, read the whole, like, if you really want to understand the whole story, I would encourage reading Ruth, <clears throat> starting from chapter 1, and then go through to, um, you're going to love, absolutely love it. And there's a lot to learn from that story. Yeah. So, um, Henry, if you could please read for us just from verses 2 and maybe, like, through 4.
1: Ruth, chapter 2 to 4. Chapter two from verse two to four. Mm-hmm. Alright. So verse chapter two verse two. <clears throat> so Ruth the Moabitess Mo, "Moabite, said to Naomi, Please let me go to the field and green haze of grain after him in whose side I may find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. Verse three. Then she left and went and gleaned in the field after the rapers, the reapers. And she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. Verse 4. Now, behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless you.
0: Yeah, maybe just
1: continue, continue. Okay. Then Boaz said to his servant who was in charge of the reapers, whose young woman is this. So the servant who was in charge of the reapers answered and said, It is the young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab. And he said, Please let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and has continued from morning until now. Though she rested a little in the house, verse 8, then Boaz said to Ruth, you will listen, my daughter, will you not? Do not go and grain in another field, nor go from here, but stay close to my young women.
0: Okay, that's fine. Okay, Okay. so again, do your homework. (laughs) Go and read the rest of the story. Uh, It's going to make, perfect sense but today will make it make sense but for you to really um, appreciate this story you have to read all of it all right so when you go and read you will um, there's verses down below where um, Boaz and Ruth they have a conversation um, and just Ruth's story turns around just within, like, a twinkle of an eye, you know, because of the connection that she has with this man named Boz. Hmm. But, the, like, the interesting part for me was the part where Ruth summoned courage and said to her mother-in-law, I'm just going to call her her mother. So she said to her mother, and she said, you know, um, uh, this, is, this is just me imagining the conversation that we're having. Um, you know, we're going to starve and die. Yeah. So I have to go and get food, you know. And so um, Naomi says, <clears throat> yes, my daughter, go because, you know, we don't have any food. So she goes. And it was the Israelites' custom, like, for the people that were harvesting in the fields to leave a little bit, you know, leftovers for the people that had nothing to come and... um you know, get leftovers. So Ruth, she wakes up from her house to go to this feud with the thought that, you know, I'm going to get leftovers. She had zero plans of doing anything else except going out, getting leftovers, coming home and eat, and then we'll see what tomorrow brings. That's the plan that she had. Little did she know that, you know, God had... Other plans. Other plans for Mm -hmm. her. So um, today, pardon me, I'm going to be using my notes a lot. So (laughs) Anyway, so when I read that part, I was like, you know what? I feel like most of us today can relate to the story of Luth because sometimes, like, we look at ourselves, we look at our lives and where where we are and where we imagined maybe, like, 2023 or years back where we, we would be. And we feel like our life is at the, like the worst uh, part of it. Like our story is the we're at the worst part of the story, and everything is just horrible. Now, um, that's that's also how it looks like when you're going through a rough path, a rough patch like Naomi and Ruthie were going through, um, and. Maybe m- most of us that are watching today, we feel like my life is basically a leftover. Mm. Like Ruth, you know, she went out saying, All I need is leftovers. Maybe you and I, or, you know, somebody else we know, is at a point where they're saying, My life is basically a leftover. Mm. And you're holding on to that fact that. You are a leftover, hmm. you know, your, your, your life is a leftover and you're clinging to that word and you're saying it over and over, you know, I'm just, I'm just a leftover and you know, everything is just done from this is it for me. Now, Ruth, I know she was going through a tough time, but perhaps she may have limited herself without knowing that there is more. There is more in store for her. Um, It didn't end with her husband dying, you know, because sometimes when we go through stuff, we feel like this is it, Um, you know. So now I'm going to speak to the people that are watching. Um, uh, You know, sometimes Henry will share with me, like, the stuff that he, like, he went through going up. And sometimes, like, I ask myself, like, what if... You know, you had said, "Well, maybe let me, you know, buy poison or whatever and just die because this, you know, this is too much for me." But you didn't. Okay, so he didn't. There is always hope, but sometimes we tend to rush to like rush to like whatever we feel like is the quickest. Solution. Solution, yeah. Yeah. The quickest solution and just say, this is it, and I'm just going to do this. So maybe for most of us, concluding that we are leftovers is the quickest solution. But what has God got in store for you? Amen. Yeah. So um, let us connect to this story with the story of Hannah and quickly go to 1 Samuel Chapter 1, verse 17 through 18, um, <clears throat> I'll read that part quickly. And it said, and she said, let your servant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Mm. Okay, did I just say Hannah? <laughs> oh, okay, yes. So she went her way and was no longer sad. We most of us have probably heard the story of. Did uh, okay, sorry, pardon me. I started from verse eighteen. I, so we we'll start from seventeen. Yeah. Then Eli answered and said, "Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant you your petition, which you have asked of him." And he said, Let your maid seven find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Mm. So, reading the story of Hannah, like some people can relate with Hannah, okay? A lot, so a lot of women can relate with Hannah. Some people may not be going through exactly what she went through, but there could be a situation that you know, is also, like, you're also hanging to that. It could be something different. It doesn't have to be similar.
1: Mm.
0: Now, but what I love about Hannah is that regardless of, like, the circumstances that she found herself in, she was always in the house of God. You know, a lot of times we say, you know, I'll stop going to church and I'll stop believing because, you know, if God loved me, if God existed, why is it BC? Man, like, there are people that go through stuff, and the kind of faith they still have by the end of the day is like mind blowing you know yeah. and it it that's to me it's challenging to say if somebody like Hannah went through what she went through and still believed in God what about you and me you know so Hannah realized that her story has changed at the, the moment the man of god said may the lord You know may the god of israel grant you your petition she knew that same instant that her story has changed and and the bible says that she went her way you know she went her way and she ate and she was no longer sad amen so when you hear the word of god or when the word of god comes to you it brings joy like it did with hannah Mm. it brings joy it brings happiness it brings peace even in At a point where nothing in your life makes sense, right? Um, I was talking about, you know, Henry, like he shares a little bit of his story, you know, the stuff that he went through going up. And for the most part, I still hear him say, I was going to church and I was in the worship team and all of that. And probably when some people looked at you in church, they were saying, oh, they could not tell your story because your face is happy. Yeah. You understand? And they don't know the deep things that goes on when you go home after church. And that is what the word of God does. It brings peace, it brings joy, even in the midst of chaos. Mm-hmm. When no one no one will understand how you're able to smile when you don't have a job, when you don't have food, you know? No one will understand like how you're able to smile when you don't have tuition to pay for your kids no one will understand when you don't have the things that the society says you should have Mm -hmm. at that time Mm -hmm. but then you have this peace you have this joy and it doesn't make sense to them because guess what the word it's the word of god and it doesn't have to make sense but it is what it is Mm -hmm. the word of god is in its mystery it still brings that power that joy in the midst of your chaos Mm -hmm. and i really hope and encourage that whatever we're going through, we may have gone through in the past year or it's continued into this year that we will not cling to it and say, I am a leftover. Uh, my life has always been a leftover. Mm-hmm. My grandfather failed. My father failed. My mother failed. Well, why? how special am I to change? Mm-hmm. You can, That change can start with you. Change has to start with you. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, we have to get up and say, I don't care what happened to my grandfathers. I don't care what happened to my fathers. My story will turn. Like, the story of my family begins to change, starting from me. Don't wait the story to change with somebody else. Because if you're waiting for somebody else to change that story, well, that somebody else is going to wait for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, Henry, do you want to pitch in anything?
1: Um, Well, you've said a lot, and uh, I agree with you when you say you cannot consider yourself as a leftover. Mm. Meaning you cannot consider yourself as a reject. Mm. Like, oh, no matter what I try to do, you know, it's it's not going to work out because, like you were saying right now, everybody else has failed. Mm. And this is, you know, generational. Mm. The Bible actually promises that generational curses, they die. Mm. Generational curses, they, they, they are finished mm. when it comes to the children of God. Mm. So we, like you're saying, dwelling in the, in the Word of God gives you peace. you're Dwelling in the Word of God gives you joy mm. that other people cannot understand. Mm. Generational, whatever anybody said or whatever anybody did in your family, mm-hmm. like you said, it ends with you. It mm. ends with you amen if you dwell in this in the word of god
0: yes so i'm gonna read this this is not a quotation from somebody this is what i was writing i was writing you know how i understood this part um so the okay so i'm just gonna read it out that's why there are a lot of people that are living like in poverty and They still have more reasons to smile like I was saying Uh and people wonder I've heard people say you guys in Africa You're so poor and then you're still smiling. It doesn't make sense because to them Smiling has to come from being rich, but guess what rich people are miserable Like if they're miserable people on earth it's people that have money, you know um now, there's imagine there's somebody who's rich out there, and all they do is spend their millions and billions on medications, because maybe their liver is failing or kidneys failing, yeah. blah blah blah. And then there's this person that doesn't have money, you know, lives paycheck to paycheck or worse than that. He's
1: on all the time.
0: Yes. Now, the difference between these two people is that the other one. Has held on to the word mm-hmm. and the the first person has not mm-hmm. okay so the problem is we choose to believe so much in the circumstances and neglect the word mm-hmm. but today I'm encouraging that let's change our mindsets so we can turn our lives our stories and the uh, the stories and the lives of the people around us when we begin to believe in the word and not believing in the circumstances because yes. the circumstance will tell you you're never gonna get a good job you're never gonna get married you're never gonna have kids it's gonna tell you you're going to be broke and die poor like you like your father yes. but the Word of God says you know there's a verse that I like it says young lions might suffer and might lack and suffer hunger, mm-hmm. but those that seek the Lord will lack nothing good. Amen. So if you stick and cling to that word, it it may not happen today, okay? It may take years and years. And some other things and some other promises that God has given us may happen maybe a generation after you yeah. but as long as that word came to you from God, it will come to pass. Like, I don't care how long it's going to take. It must come to pass in your life. Like, for us, um, Henry and I, there's so many things that God has spoken over our life, over our ministry. Like, if we were to, like, look at it from a human perspective, we'll say, that's not going to happen. Huh. But we just believe in flaw and believe that God will do it. So yeah. if you're waiting for it to make sense, it's never going to make sense. Mm-hmm. Just believe. And then I took like a screenshot of something that I saw online. Um, it said when Elijah said, Lord, I want to die. okay, it, God gave him strength to leave. And then it said depression is real, but so is God. Yeah. It said anxiety is real, but so is hope. Mm -hmm. So today, we are leaving a word of hope for you. Um, As you've heard the word, I encourage you to cheer up, get up, and get into your new dimension Mm -hmm. that the Lord has in store for you. Don't get stuck in the leftovers. Get up, get up, get up, and cheer up. Amen. Amen. I pray and hope that this word encourages you, uh, encourages somebody else. If you have testimonies of you know, how God saw you through, through a tough time, we would love, we would love to hear in the comment section. So please share your stories. The Bible says we'll overcome by the power of our testimony. So let's encourage one another in the comment section. We would love to hear your stories. Um, and just tell us what God is doing, is doing in your life. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for that word. That's powerful. Now, uh, everybody who's listening and watching us, remember that you should not be stuck in leftover mode. Because uh-huh. even in the hardest, the hardest, the hardest of circumstances, God can still do something.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like he did for Ruth. Uh-huh. She ended up marrying the guy she, she was grinning from, from his field. Uh-huh. And she became very worthy. Mm -hmm. something she never thought would happen. Mm. So the one thing that you think will not happen to you, that's the one thing God can do because God cannot fail to do anything for his children. Yes. We hope you're blessed and we thank you so much for watching and thank you so much for listening wherever you're listening and watching from. Uh, We're always thankful for being there with us. We're always thankful Mm. for watching and listening uh, from what we come up with. Thank you so much. And in closing, you want to close with a prayer?
0: Sure. Okay, let's pray. Mm. God, we Mm. want to thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another year. Mm. Thank you for a chance to be alive. And I pray, God, that your purpose for this, uh, for us being alive Be fulfilled. I pray for everyone watching, and even Henry and I, that we do not waste this opportunity that you've granted us, O God. Mm. That we use it wisely, yes, um, in line with your will, Mm. O God, for this year, 2024. And I'm praying, Almighty God, for everybody watching that Lord may they receive hope, may they receive peace, joy, and happiness in this new year, O God, Mm -hmm. that depression and anxiety will not be their portion in the name of Jesus. Jesus. That, Father, as we go through uh, tough stuff, we shall rise and believe in the word of God and Mm -hmm. not hold on to our circumstances. Father, we pray that the enemy will not Bring confusion, oh God, but let your peace surpass every human understanding, of oh God, mm. in our lives. Mm. And may our lives, Almighty God, be a testimony that, Lord, you are God. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you so much for watching and listening.
0: Thank you. May
1: God bless you. Until next time, it's bye from us. Mm.